0: What's up, Star Wars geeks? Welcome to episode 26 of Hoth Topic. I'm your host, Chris, otherwise known as Darth Dad, on the Sarlacc Digest podcast. Uh, Coming at you now, what the fuck is today? December 16th? Meaning we got three days till the rise of Skywalker. Okay? More importantly for me, I got two days until my boy comes home from college and I pick him up from the airport. So we'll get that done first. But right after that... We get right in line for the rise of Skywalker, so I'm pretty fucking pumped. Uh, if you guys had a chance to listen to, it probably came out the same day as this, the spoiler-filled or possible spoiler-filled show where I went through all the leaks. Um, if you're spoiler, uh, if you're fully aware of spoilers and want to stay away from them, stay away from that episode until after uh, the 19th. So again. Here we go, getting ready, let's talk, before we talk about Rise of Skywalker and my hopes and dreams, let's talk about a few other things. First of all, I was fortunate enough to get to finally get my nerd ass to Batu. okay, it took long enough, right, it's been open for what, five fucking months, and it took me that long, but tell you what, you know, I finally got there and it was worth every damn bit. My, uh, my sister actually came down from Seattle and took my whole family, so that was fucking rad. Uh, went there, you know. My niece was all excited. She was like, she called me. She's all, or she told me, she's all, Uncle Chris. All we're going to do is, you, I have to hold her hand when we walk through the entrance. I had to close my eyes until we got in. We had to pilot the Falcon together, and we had to drink a blue milk together. And guess what? The fuck, we actually did all of it. So, pretty winter day. And then uh, the next week, I went with the crew, as you saw all the pictures. Uh, you know what? It's it's about the biggest thing for a Star Wars nerd you could imagine Um, loved every bit of it, I love flying the Falcon I was pilot three out of four times I was on it, or co-pilot little word of advice, if you go in co-pilot's the gig, you get to go to light speed that's the one, and if you're on it role playing it when you're the pilot telling uh, your co-pilot to punch, it's pretty fucking rad too but the level of detail in there, outstanding the shops were cool, the food was neat I mean, it wasn't anything to write home about, but I liked it I didn't dislike any of it Uh, although if I'm going to get a Ronto wrap again, I'm going to go light or no coleslaw at all. That thing was fucking full, but, uh, not bad. The blue milk was good. Uh, I forgot what other, what other jet fuel I had. I had a shot of jet fuel in the cantina. That was pretty cool. Though, if I had a gripe, it would have been our fucking waiter. Um, had trouble splitting some checks that wasn't all that difficult considering especially that, uh... Marco and I paid cash It should have been pretty fucking easy But We'll let that all slide You know When they're going through U.S. credits Instead of uh, Imp credits Or uh, New Republic credits I guess it confuses The fuck out of them But all in all It was pretty Pretty rad Oh Outside of Batu, We all You know we, we did delve into the Disney world Into Tomorrowland mainly Went through Star Tours Loved that Had to get on the Fucking pod race piece though uh, Marco was Happy about that But you know Me going through a pod race again and then we all get on Space Mountain, Hyperspace Mountain, and it fucking broke down on us. Can you believe that? We ended up riding the ride with the lights on after they put, jump started as They like pushed us to get us going, uh, got us to the end, and then we went through it again with the lights off. So pretty cool day, all, all in all. Just uh, experience all around. So it was fortunate all the guys got to go. Except Mike, of course. Uh, you know, motherfuckers got to work 90 hours a week every week. So we obviously missed him But it was neat because we got to hang out with our crew um, Adrian A.O. Big Geek Was there with us And Star Wars Savage Tommy was there uh, Met up with us So it was kind of neat to Well really neat to hang out with everybody So good stuff Don't want to go all up into Batu and Galaxy's Edge Because you guys have heard enough of that uh, On the show So we'll let that be How about that other little bit of stuff going on right now With the man the fucking Lorian you guys kidding me right now with this? What a great fucking show. So I have been into even the filler episodes. And don't get me wrong. The the one with Kara uh, Dune was a bit of a filler episode. Um, you could even say that about the last two, really. But I really stopped thinking filler when you realized what the show really is. It's not... Let's, let's reverse that a little bit. When this started out and it was announced, I took it myself as the Mandalorian was going to be this lone gunslinger um, fighting everybody, going after bounties, doing this kind of thing. And it was going to be like a six-hour movie um, just finishing up one plot, one storyline. What it turns out is it's an old-school Western. Like, you fucking watch this show in black and white and it would make sense. Like, it would fit in that time. What we're getting is this serial Western where you have an overlying story, right, which is your lone... Gunslinger, but not so lone as we know now, right? With the other Mandos involved, Um, and he's got one main objective, which right now is to protect the child, right? Protect Baby Yoda, which if anything ever happens to Baby Yoda, we all riot, right? That's that's the deal. We've all voted, we've made a pact, and Baby Yoda lives forever. But what is? It's less the main piece, right? But what we do is we're not watching this overlying story just progress week after week. We're watching this guy go. Planet to planet versus going town to town in an old western, right? Staying on the run, kind of staying hidden, taking care of his new ward. He gets into an adventure. He meets some new people. You have guest stars on the show each week, new guest stars. They're not recurring characters. You get these, um, you know, this week on The Mandalorian, you know, guest starring so-and-so. That's how it's going to be every week. So he gets into his adventure. He learns a lesson. He teaches some people something. He saves the day. And then oh, got to go. Somebody's hot on my tail, or it's just time for me to bounce out of here. You know, I don't I don't stay anywhere too long because everybody's in danger if I do. It's one of those type of things. It's not. I don't think what we expected, but man, it's what we needed. It's it's refreshing. It's awesome. It keeps me engaged every time, and every single fucking week, baby Yoda does something new. That is my new favorite thing in the entire fucking world. Whether it's going after a ball or um, off off the the shifter, or it's trying to use the Force to heal him, to heal his, to heal the Mando, um, drinking a cup of soup, or this week when he tried to use the Force on Zero and when Mando blows over, he thinks it's him and he looks at his hand. It's my favorite thing in the world right now. Oh my God, this little 50-year-old baby thought he just blew this droid to hell. Love it. Love it. So the fact that I've actually seen negativity on the Mandalorian kind of drives me nuts. That you realize at that point, when you're going to nitpick... A show that is really doing everything for us, giving us fan service, going through the the whole shebang, right? I mean, we're getting cameos um, of other characters, we're getting um, guest appearances, we're getting mentions of other things. Um, we're getting alien species from every which way, from Solo, as we've seen in the Ardinians, and and um, we've seen things from the prequels, from the battle droids. We've got a uh, Gungan reference this week. Bill Burr's character gave a "oh, you said gonna be" type of thing. That's fucking phenomenal, right? We get stuff from everywhere, um, and it did say, if you recall, in the very beginning, they said this this series would somehow link into the first order. We'd see something, um, whether it was a hint towards the beginning of the first order or what have you, that it was going to link in. So here's where I'm going to go with this right now We've all watched the episodes, we've talked about them What's happening in the next two episodes Is my thing All right. we know that this week's episode Will come out on Wednesday um, Before the actual movie releases No, that wasn't changed I know everybody's like, oh, they changed the release date It's not a Friday, it's a Wednesday If you guys pay the fuck attention You know that it was always, always on Wednesday the 18th Because we questioned it even on the Sarlacc show Why we had a Wednesday And it made sense later that, oh, it's before the movie so they're going to give us some kind of sneak peek because it says to pay attention after the credits, which we all will. My hope, though, my actual hope that the reason they put it before the movie is because there's going to be the link. We're going to finally see something that's going to match up to something in Episode Nine or at least a sequel trilogy. That's, that's where I'm gearing up for tomorrow or Wednesday. And I'm probably going to be disappointed, but I think at some point when they show um, the moth uh, Gideon, when we see Moff Gideon, that's going to be our link, and I think he's coming up in episode seven. That's my my guess. We're going to see that. We're going to see talk of a new um, rising, um, talk of the unknown regions. Something like that will happen in The Mandalorian this coming week on Wednesday, prior to the rise of Skywalker. Now, with that said, Gideon is also everybody's not everybody's is a a pretty solid guess on who that mystery character was in Filoni's episode at the end, right? I don't think it's going to be Moff Gideon because who the fuck would care if that was a secret character being hidden? I don't care. You could have shown him right there and it wouldn't have made any difference to me. Right? The only way that secret character makes a difference is if it's Cad Bane or Boba Fett. Period. Point blank. Those are the two that fucking matters. So that that I know of. I mean, I guess if you threw in Dengar in there or somebody else we knew it would, it would matter. But those are, those are really the solid... The best guesses right now is Boba and Cad Bane. Now, my assumption on this is going to be... Watch this. Here we go. Theorycraft and The Mandalorian is episode 8. The final episode, the week after The Rise of Skywalker, we're going to get our minds fucking blown. And my thing is, it's, if it's Boba or Cad Bane, my guess is Cad Bane. You guys heard me talk about... I get the spurs will work both ways. I get it. And I get we didn't see spurs. But that was a felony episode, right? We get a guy in boots that are not Boba Fett's boots, a long cape, which is not Boba Fett's, right? And the spurs. I think the cape was actually a overcoat, a trench coat, um, pulled back behind him while he had his hand in his pistol. I believe the spurs clanging are just a sign that it's Cad Bane. It was a Filoni episode. Filoni created Cad Bane. Filoni has the final episode, and Filoni will show us Cad Bane in live action. This will be the second Duros I think in the week Because I believe we're also going to see Shiv in uh, Shriv We're going to see Shriv in uh, Episode 9 as well Because I read Resistance Reborn And he's in that and I think he's going to be A big part, not a big part but a Visible, um, consistently Visible part In Episode 9 So we'll get him in 9 then we'll get in The next week we'll get our second Duros Live action and that'll be Cad Bane. Now, here's the trick. I think this season is going to leave us on a heartbreaking, what the fuck are you doing, Disney? I'm going to rip somebody's head off cliffhanger. Because I think they're going to catch up to the Mando, the, the the mystery person, Boba, or Cad Bane. Cad Bane it was really going to be Cad Bane. And they're going to take the baby. They're taking the child. He's going to lose them. You're going to see the mess... Um, if you're ever going to see his helmet off It's going to be here When he loses the child And he's going to take it off for some reason But that's if we're ever going to see his face It's going to be right there When Cad Bane takes Baby Yoda off And that's the last bit we see And now he's off to, to save the child That's going to be the, the the story next season And that's where we're going to leave it. We're going to left on a fucking cliffhanger like that Think that'll work? You think that would piss off the fans like get everybody all trolled up and, and bitching about it or dad be like oh my god again we didn't know Baby Yoda was here in the first place that took amazing work to keep that a secret and keeping it from the toy companies and everything else and not letting it leak and get through the entire season and then all of a sudden the finale is not only do you get Cat Bane who was kept a secret you also get him taking the child that was a secret we not know this is part of the storyline and would that piss off fans or would that make everybody realize wow They fucking did something amazing, kept these secrets, rolled it into a second season that they're already filming, and they did it like that, and knowing that we would all fall in love with this fucking baby, because this is all pre-done. They're doing all these awesome things with this child, not playing on us loving it each week, but knowing that we would, right? Knowing that we would love him and react to him the way we are reacting, and... Then taking them away from us and leaving us on a cliffhanger, fucking balls. I hope that's what fucking happens. If that doesn't happen, I'm actually going to be disappointed now. If we just leave all happy and and go lucky at the end of this season, I'm going to be upset because I really think we should leave it on something crazy. So we have to go into season two and wait for season two and and just want and, and salivate over it. That's what I want. I want everybody's mind fucking blown. Um, the week after Rise of Skywalker. But that leads to my other thing is, would that take away from The Rise of Skywalker if we're sitting there worried about Baby Yoda when Rise of Skywalker's in the theater? Should they have left the finale maybe for three weeks after, four weeks after, and let you know let the movie play out a bit before we went back into Mando? What do you think on that? You know, Shoot me some comments. Let me know on that or shoot me a, uh, a message so I can talk about it on uh, the next Sarlacc episode, which we'll have right after the premiere on Thursday. So, segueing into that, I won't get into too much theory crafting because at this point I'm kind of tainted um, because of reading the, the leaks, talking about the leaks in the last episode, that kind of thing. I'm tainted. So I don't want to accidentally slip up and put anything out there. But you know, from the things I've, I've talked about before, I'll, I'll go into that kind of stuff, okay? And things from the books that I can play into, I'll go into that, not full theory craft mode. So I mentioned Shriv already, okay? I do believe we're going to see Shriv and we're going to see uh, uh, Zayurcio in here. Um, and that's what we're going to see, that piece. So we're going to get a little bit of Battlefront 2 action, right? Uh, Inferno Squad, the remaining pieces of Inferno Squad, I think will show up front and center in this movie. That's going to be awesome, okay? So to have that, I'm, I'm pumped. Resistance Reborn also had General Riken. So I think we're going to see Riken in here. Now, we've talked a lot about Wedge, right, and having Wedge. They, Wedge and Nora, at the end of Resistance Reborn, made it clear that there they they weren't any help right there in the big battle. They'd be out in the trenches drumming up people to bring support. So if we see Wedge and Nora, it's going to be at the very end when all them ships show up and you're going to know Wedge just brought some people along. That's the only way we're going to see him, okay? We will see Snap. I'm, I, we've already seen him in... in a, Photos and stills and whatnot. He was behind a a picture of Leia the other day, Um, so we know he's already in it. So he won't be a cameo or a a surprise. Um, We're also going to get Maz back. That's already I've seen her. We've seen her in a picture, um, the big meeting where Lando had everybody at the base around the Falcon. She was in that picture. We know she'll show up. In the book, she kept her distance. She wasn't trying to join. She wasn't trying to be a part of anything. She was staying away. So this will kind of change that up, and we'll have to see how she comes back. Um, Who else will we see? And uh, for those of you that read uh, Bloodline, I think Ransom Casterfo, Casterfo, right? Depending on which book you're listening to, right? Just so you know. So if you listen to Bloodline, it's Ransom Casterfo. If you listen to Resistance Reborn, it's Ransom Casterfo. So it's one of those things where I don't know how the fuck to pronounce it. But Ransom Casterfo. Will, I think, show up as one of the main Leaders of the Resistance now They made too big a deal about getting him and saving him So I think he's going to show up So it won't be anything for like the regular Casual muggle type fan right? But for those that read the books or listen to our show And know who some of these characters are That's a pretty fucking big deal to bring You know, them in, bring him in Maybe Nora in uh, The Urseo and and Shriv Bring those folks in is a really Really big deal So that's, that's like all sorts of nerd shit for us um, I also think away from the books we've heard um, this This was a, on a trailer so I'm, I'm hoping nobody's listening to this if you don't want to know anything at all if you were staying away from the, the trailers and the extra scenes that, that Star Wars themselves put out uh, ignore this part but you know that piece when we do the voices and you heard James Earl Jones doing Vader's voice right and that seems like it's going to be in the movie there is no way you tie everything in and use James Earl, Jones, James Earl Jones's voice and not have Hayden Christensen show up, and not use him. I know they've said, in all the leaks, they haven't said anything about Anakin. But I really, truly believe we're going to see Anakin with Luke as Force Ghosts, and that, God damn it, if we don't see Anakin with Luke, and possibly even Obi Wan between the two of them, kind of like these are my, these are my students, and this is what what, what went on, and. If Obi-Wan is not there in the middle of Anakin and Luke, I'm going to be a little bit upset. That'll be my big bitch about this movie, and the missed opportunity is that piece. We've got to see them, right? Um, so I think we're going to have to see him show up. I do think we are going to see the Razor Crest in that last battle. I don't know if we're going to see in the cockpit. I don't know if it'll be the Mandalorian piloting it. Or if it'll be, at this point, 80-year-old Baby Yoda um, in full Mando gear, fucking piloting the Razor Crest. That would be a little out of control and a little bit awesome. I don't think there's rules that you have to be human to be a Mando. So uh, looking forward to maybe seeing something kind of teased about that. Um, that would just make the whole fucking thing for me. Could you imagine if all of a sudden they pan in to the Razor Crest and fucking Baby Yoda's on that motherfucker? And that's when we hear him talk for the very first time and he's like, the way this is, you know, and speaking that way, like Yoda, like his whole species speaks all goofy. I would fucking love it. Fucking love it. So would that be too much fan service? Maybe a little too much. That might be pushing it. I'd still fucking love it. What would I care, right? I'm like, give me everything. Give me everything. I'm still, even though the leaks didn't say anything about it, I'm still very much of the idea... That we're going to see battle droids join the army. That somehow, some way, Lando has a connection to bring um, the old Separatist fleet. Knew where they were. He's a droid impresario. All this stuff. I, I, I really want to stick with that theory because I just think it's way too cool not to do. Um, I won't be upset when they don't do it because they're not going to do it. But that is still my running deal. I still think they're learning with all these surprises and doing stuff. They put a lot out, right? They've put the Emperor talking and doing what he said. They've shown a lot of Kylo on Exegol. You could, you could see a lot of things that were in the leaks that were um, going to happen. But I think they're keeping some secrets. And I'm still, to this very moment, even though I have probably been proven wrong already four or five times, I'm sure of it, that Pride will be thrown still sure they're going to cgi the motherfucker's face i'm still sure he's going to be a big deal um i'm gonna stick with that part god who else could be in this movie that we could just fuck shit up with i mean they're going out there and they're finding people to come in right even as we left resistance reborn which is in between the two the two movies obviously they only had maybe after stealing ships and having the falcon and having uh you know, Black Squadron come back and Inferno Squad and all the maybe 15 ships in the whole fleet. It was nowhere near what we saw in the trailer, even. So, there's a lot of stuff coming up here. And if we're going to have a big fleet, we're going to need a bunch of major shit to happen. So, a fleet of Mandalorians, a fleet of battle droids. Um, we get the pirates, Hondo. Oh, there's my other one. Hondo is obviously going to be in this movie, right? I mean, I know you guys have heard me talk about it. But how can you not have him on Batu? Not have him have the Falcon for a while? Not go through all this stuff, or have him go through all this stuff and not be in Episode Nine? At least bringing the pirates in. Maybe that's where Maz comes in. Remember, Maz is the pirate queen, right? She, she's, she's the one. She's the main pirate, old ass pirate. There's no way Hondo and her don't have some kind of, you know, not relationship. Like she's not, she's banging Chewy, not Hondo, but. There's going to be some connection. We're going to see that. I'm sure of it. How would they get? How would they not put Batu in here somewhere? Do you think there'll be a mention of Batu? I would prefer they actually land on Batu. To be honest with you, I would actually love the Mandalorian to show up on Batu at some point, somewhere. Because we have to link the movies with Batu or the 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 show with Batu. We've done enough books, right? But we need more casual fans that don't read the books, read the comics, things like that. I, I need them to get an understanding of where this fits. So the only way to really do that is to send send somebody there either in The Mandalorian or in the movie. Will that happen? Probably not in the movie. I think we're probably going to have to get season two of Mando unless... Man, I'm jumping all over the fucking place today, right? Unless the last episode of The Mandalorian season takes place on Batu. That would fucking rock. Right? Right? All right. Well, anyway, back to this. So my guess is I'm going to go in there for episode nine. I'm not going to go in thinking it's going to be this big, wild, greatest adventure ever. I'm hoping it is. is. I'm ho- Hope is different than theorizing, right? I'm hoping it's fantastic. I'm hoping I leave there with the same feeling I had when I left Rogue One. With the same feeling I had when I left The Joker, even how I was amazed and I was like, "Wow, that was a really great fucking movie." Oh, I'll even throw in Ragnarok. I left Ragnarok fucking pumped. I love Thor Ragnarok. I don't know why, but I, I really dig that movie. And I left that one satisfied. I want to leave Star Wars satisfied. I want to leave it emotional. I want it's it's always gonna be a level up from all those other things I've talked about, right? Even Rogue One. It's gonna be a different level of pumped up. But that's what I want. I want to leave there happy. I don't care if all my questions are answered necessarily, but I want to leave thinking, wow, I was entertained. My heartstrings were pulled. My characters did awesome things. Um, it left it, it ended it, it tied it all together. That's what I want. I don't need an answer to everything. I'll get that in my books and my comics and in our theory crafting for the next fucking 20 years, like we used to do. You know, I don't need an answer. We used to fake all our shit anyway. Right? We used to make up our own headcanon, which is what Legends was anyway. And that's what I, what I want. I want to get back to that time. So if you, you've seen me probably try to stop fucking with trolls, uh, it failed. Like After two days, I was already fucking with them again. But after this, I hope it just takes that away. Like There will always be a level of trolling on the internet, a level of bullshit. But I really hope at this point it shuts all the Last Jedi stuff up because I'm tired of dealing with it. And I hope everybody's just cool and happy and you get that troll once in a while, just doesn't like anything and you can ignore him. I'm just hoping it's not as as rampant as it is now. That's what I hope for this movie. I know that's a tall task, but I'm really hoping that's that's what we get. Now back to Batu. I'm gonna jump all over the fucking place. That was my idea. I was talking through with the guys a couple of times. Or, or, or the idea that it should start mixing up after this movie, right? We need to start having days where weeks or months or seasons where, oh, we're in original trilogy season and make two fit with regular stormtroopers, Vader and all that. Oh, we're in prequel season now and you're going to have clones and you're going to have uh, droids. You can get droids around that fucking place. You know, get Dr. Sci-Fi on Instagram has a fucking badass uh, droid setup I mean, obviously, he's not in them all the time, but that's the kind of thing we need. Somebody creative to make droids walking around the fucking place or in the in the suits. Do prequel era stuff. Do original trilogy era stuff. Sequel trilogy like you're doing right now. I can't all the eggs can't all be in that basket. If you if they wonder if anybody wonders why, it's not a big deal to the casual fans, and it's a big deal to us, the big nerds, because we understand Batuu now and where it fits into the lore. Casual fans don't necessarily give a shit or to learn that lore, or they're just looking at the sequel guys and not like, oh, where's where's Vader? Where's Boba Fett? Where's the regular Stormtroopers? They're looking for that, not the sequel type stuff. So that's their miss. And that's they can fix that pretty, pretty easily, but will they do it? Who the fuck knows. Or make it a season of Mandalorian. You know, if, if we can go there in Batuu, then all of a sudden you have the Mandalorian walking around. You have a, a Baby Yoda animatronic floating around, you know, with him. You have cad bane when he shows we had these characters all pop back up ig ig 11 you know all this kind of stuff will could be there i think that's what they need to start doing uh at disney to now mind you it was busy enough for me i could use it less busy but if everybody's gonna bitch about attendance and things like that and that they say um galaxy's edge wasn't as successful as they planned just tweak it a little bit and it'll it'll be fine the super geeks love it regardless but that will get your regular fans more um, inclined to go and go repeated times, especially if you change it by season. So that's my idea, Disney. If you're listening, if I haven't said too many fucks already and you didn't turn it off, there's my big pitch to you. Um, You can send my checks, care of, Hoth Topic to Chris. Okay? Got it. All right, so I just want to leave you guys with all that. I'm not going to, like I said, I was going to keep this a short episode anyway because we're going to be talking a whole fuck ton Next week, I'm looking for these cameos in, in Revenge... Uh, revenge, whoa. The Rise of Skywalker. I'm, uh, I said, I don't want to theorize too much anymore because of the, the leak special I did. Um, I don't want to put, it, put too much in there, but the, the cameos. It should be cameo-filled. It should be able to tie in a lot of stuff. It should end us on a, on a high note. It should erase The Last Jedi bullshit because people can't understand the movie. It's not that fucking hard. I get the gripes, but for fucking Pete's sake, stop bitching after two years. Um, So I can stop bitching about it. And then uh, let's all enjoy The Mandalorian for what it is. And it's an awesome serial old school western set in a galaxy a long time ago. You know, far, far away. Um, Well, I really fucked that up, didn't I? Anyway, let's, let's, let's just enjoy Star Wars again. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to having fun. Because let me tell you. There have been times lately, in the past few months, where I'm like, I'm done with this shit. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't want to look online anymore. I don't want to do a show about it. I'm so pissed off at everybody, because I can't just enjoy my Star Wars. And then I sit back, and I've watched, since probably my last episode, I've watched the entire saga again. I've probably read three books, listened to a couple. Um, Hell, I've even listened to, I'm in the middle of the Darth Bane trilogy yet again, because I like that stuff, Right. Um, I'm getting back to enjoying Star Wars, and a lot of it's been, thankfully, because of the Mandalorian, Baby Yoda, and the positivity around it. I just hope that The Rise of Skywalker does the same thing for the movie part of the franchise that that has done. So, with that said, I'm out. I will talk to you guys after The Rise of Skywalker when we're with the Sarlacc crew. And until next time, we will see you in hell.
1: going in. It's too big. i magic Didn't go
0: in. So it's fitting. Hey Paul, what I was thinking is that
1: I
0: want to put my request, make me as Freddy Krueger. Can you do that?
1: Maybe instead of the voices, what if we tried to like write a skit, develop a whole thing and we have a backstory and, but well, I don't know, that might be kind of too long. So well, like
0: screeching cars and explosions and fireworks. And yeah, and, yeah. But well, what about, I like it.
1: Maybe instead of, you know, doing a filter, we could just like reach out to Robert England himself maybe Ooh. he can you know just record a promo for us sometime do you think i, I mean I, we might have to like raise some money
0: we can do a kickstarter and we could just throw it out to like robert england and you know sure, just, sure. just all kinds of actors and and i think people will do that i think sure why not well
1: you know i don't know maybe we're overthinking this whole thing how about if we just tell people where to find us i like that you can find us at who will survive on iTunes, Stitcher, on the Legion Podcast Network, and on the Raw Live and Unedited Podcasting Network. Also on Facebook and Instagram under the same name.
0: Oh, wait, can we do it underwater uh, with that, piranhas killing me? That and would kind of be brutal.
1: And if that doesn't work, then you can do the regular promo. All right. Well, just get in the water and I'll go get some fish. All right, cool. Join the Nerds with Attitude podcast each week, now part of the Raw Live Unedited Network, featuring the Nerds with Attitude podcast. Covering pop culture, nerd news, TV shows, movies,
0: comics, <laughs> no, no! Uh, and toys. Also, listen to Nerd Tunes with Scott and Kevin, movie reviews with President Rob, Kevin interviews, and more. And remember,
1: keep it nerdy. Kevin interviews. Nope, that's the show about cats. I talk
0: to cats. In a world with far too many Star Wars podcasts, comes one more Star Wars podcast. Yahoo! The Sarlacc Digest, a bi weekly show covering Star Wars news, toys, book reviews, fan theories, and new canon discussion. All wings report in. Join the Sarlacc Digest hosts as they bring you knowledge and lore. Man, whenever the Yuzon Vong dropped the moon on Chewbacca's head. I shed a tear, dude. Not f***ing canon. Jason and Jaina Solo. Why is it so hard for everybody to understand? The passion. So when Luke took off Vader's helmet, you could just see the sadness going in, the lighting and the the tears forming, and it's just... The the soundtrack just starts raising, and Uh, then... Uh, you know it's a movie, right? What? The fandom. Okay, so I have my Darth Vader camping chair for the line, my brand-new exclusive Luke and Leia vans, my Star Wars pop vinyl wristband that I just got. Oh, did I tell you that I was going to get my next, uh... And the collecting world. I got the orange card of figures. I got the green card. I got the red card. Okay, do you have circles on hand? No circles? Half circle? Half circles. Half circle. You got Palpatine Blue Saber? I do. And the barge. What the f***? No, not the barge. The Sarlacc Digest. Bringing you line talk and digesting Star Wars topics over a thousand years. Find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're proud members of the RLU, Raw, Live, and Unedited Podcasting Network. Find us, rawlivepod.com. Uh, Fix and Flix is uh, part of the Raw, Live, and Unedited Podcasting Network, which means you can listen to the podcast on iTunes,
1: Podbean, Stitcher, or the listening platform of your choice. Or you can go directly to rawlivepod.com. Yay!